Hey there, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee. I'm a coach, speaker, and advisor dedicated to help you improve not just your business, but your life. And today we're going to be talking about why perfectionism is actually a killer. Yes, killer to success. Now, I know this might be totally contrary to what you've talked about. Make sure that you've got everything lined up in a row. Make sure that everything's organized, this and that. Look, I'm not saying that you shouldn't get your stuff together. But what I am talking about is killing this idea of perfectionism. So we're going to be talking about why it doesn't work and why you need to stop it coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. I'm so glad that you are here with me. If this is your very first time listening, I'm wrapping my arms around you and giving you a big old electronic hug. Don't worry, you won't get sick. I've got my shots. (laughs) Make sure you hit that subscribe, follow button, wherever you're listening. That way, as soon as I drop an episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety split. And those of you guys who have been listening and have been on this roller coaster ride of fun and adventure and learning and discovering and inspiration, whoo! man, I'm getting dizzy just from the altitude we've been climbing. So glad that you're here too and still continuing to enjoy the ride. Make sure you share this podcast with someone else. That way we can be able to amplify this message and make this world a little less of a loonier place, if you know what I mean. Wink, wink. If you are interested in learning more about me, finding out more of my offerings, getting in touch with me, inquiring about private coaching, reading my articles, or just finding out whatever is going on in my world, check out info.denisegelee.com slash connect where you'll be able to be overwhelmed and inundated <laughs> with all wonderfulness that is me. Also, you'll be able to connect with me via my weekly mailing list where I drop gems and tips and advice and resources that will be of help to you. So go ahead and check that out. If you would love to give yourself some free PR time, check out anchor.fm slash Denise G. Lee. There you'll be able to send me a voicemail message. Make sure that you let me know in the beginning or the end of the recording whether or not you want me to air your message because I value your privacy. Also include your first name only and your hometown. That way I can give you a shout out as appropriate. Okay, let's talk about this idea of perfectionism. Before I kind of get into this idea of perfectionism, I just have a quote that my husband has told me that I still think about from time and time again. And this is where it goes. Don't seek perfection where none exists. And I'm like, what? What do you mean seek perfection when none exists? I can obtain perfection. Perfection with my hair. Perfection with my nose. Perfection with my outfits. Perfection with blah, blah, blah. Here's the thing. And I've mentioned this before in other podcasts. And it bears worth repeating. We live in a fallen world with fallen people. Meaning that we live in a world where there's wars and there's pestilence and diseases. And we got people who act crazy and buck wild for no reason. Other than they just woke up on the wrong side, okay? We live in a world where there are natural disasters and calamities, okay? We live in a world with conniving politicians and all sorts of wild stuff going on. So this idea of trying to seek idealism, this utopianism, we're going to just drop that, okay? I just wanted to say that off the off the cuff. So if you just want to disconnect from me and not be 
further intrigued with what I have to say. I just, that's really the cusp of what I have to say in terms of this idea of stop, this idea of perfection, because we don't live in a perfect world. And this whole idea of perfectionism, we're going to actually diagnose, de- dissect, and really get into this idea of why we can't do this. But off the cuff, I just have to say, we don't live in a perfect world, okay? You can't seek perfection in an imperfect world, okay? So why do in the world do we seek perfection? I'm glad that you asked. Let's take a trip down memory lane. When we were a little kid, earliest memories, maybe three, four, five, whatever. And you remember the first time your mother or your father said to you, don't do this, do this, don't do this, do this. If you don't do this, see this, whatever. We have been inundated for years conditioning that in order for us to gain approval, to seek validation, right, from those who we thought had their things together, specifically our mother and our father, they look like gods to us in terms of always telling us about the ideal standard about how we should write, how we should make our bed, the grades that we get, the things that we study, the people that we date, on and on and on and on, the religion that we that we seek adhere to. Okay, so imagine for eighteen plus years being hammered, but first by your parents, then by your your relatives, then by your friends, then by your culture about what it is to look right. And for us as human beings, we just want approval above all. In this world, we need three things: someone to love, something to do, something to look forward to. And if we don't have someone that affirms and validates who we are and what we do, right? It's going to be a damn lonely place. So we're going to bend over backwards. Even if it doesn't make sense, we're going to do things that aren't really aligned with our souls. But we're seeking this idealism based on the idea that if I, if I go to this idea, then I'm going to feel whole. Then I'm going to feel validated. Okay? I'll never, ever, ever, ever forget when I was living with my dad and his then ex-girlfriend, Sandra, well, I shouldn't say ex-girlfriend, then girlfriend, living girlfriend, whatever. It doesn't matter. Semantics. <laughs> anyway, so I picture this, right? I just got evicted by my mother who was in the middle of a schizophrenic episode. Okay. She's threatening to kill me with a box knife of all things. And I'm like, I, I literally am running outside of the house and I'm like, I can't literally be here anymore. So I'm going and living with my dad and his living girlfriend. So she's a uh, alcoholic. No, a whole different issue from, than from that we have time to discuss. So picture this. I'm sitting here. I'm literally in this new home with this woman I've never met. With, and my dad, who is a... Uh, God bless his soul. He has a thing for the ladies. It doesn't really matter what kind of lady, just whatever lady was available. So I'm spending a lot of time with Sandra and she and her own frustration and anger wants me to be more or less perfect because she feels like her loveness is being disrupted by this little girl who my dad sold that I was going to cook and clean and be helpful and be obedient, which makes no sense when you've got a girl that has gone through an extremely traumatic situation living with her mother to now being lives being disrupted 
right? So she was per expecting perfection where no one exists. That's that's faulty expectation right there. But anyway, there's this whole situation where in order for her not to scream, yell, hit, belittle, shame, I had to more or less do whatever she wanted to the point where I was losing myself, my identity in order to have her feeling any type of feeling any type of comfort from that was to be as a mother figure. And as a result, I lost hair. As a result, I lost weight. I was overweight anyway. I lost a lot of weight really quickly out of stress. I just didn't feel comforted. And so you would think, right, after such a traumatic event that I would abandon all of this idea of seeking perfection from an alcoholic person, right? You would, logic would think that, but that's not how our human brains work, right? When we've been modeled something, even if, even if it's crazy, even if it doesn't make any sense, right? We're going to continue doing it again and again and again and again, okay? Even though your dad was a drunk, you might turn into the drunk. Even if your mama, mama was an anger, angry person, you might be an anger because more or less you are copying what they're doing in order for you to feel validated, okay? And we copy it to a T, to a perfection, okay? And that's what causes the problems in our soul, in our spirit, in our psyche. Because in our hearts, we know that there's something funky with this, okay? It's not aligned with who we are, and it causes health problems. I've talked with a lot of ladies over the years, guys too, a lot of ladies specifically, who in their effort to have things perfect, just the way mom told them to do, or dad, or whoever, they comfort eat, okay? Or they have insomnia, or they have anxiety attacks, okay? Because if they had to be honest with themselves, they are more or less trying to keep a, a an ideal standard that never made sense back then and it darn sure doesn't make any sense right now so i don't want you to walk away disillusioned with this idea wait a minute wait a minute my mom did this it had to be true no you want it to be true because it feels as if you're rejecting them by actually going against their rules their edicts their suggestions and i find Maybe you go, you know what? I, I wasn't like that, Denise. You're not, you don't know what you're talking about. My dad told me that I needed to be a lawyer and I decided to be a rocker, a drag, or whatever, completely opposite. That, my love, is called rebellion, okay? Where you are reacting out of pain, which is still just as unhealthy as, as blindly adherence. Okay, and that's still not being authentic to yourself because trying to go 180 degrees away from them is still not authenticity. It's it's a ver form of inverse perfectionism where you're going to try to literally mirror just on the opposite opposite side exactly what your parents did. Okay, if they say be black, you'll go white. If they want you to be a lawyer, you're going to turn around and be a criminal. Okay, this idea of rebellion definitely needs a lot of healing and a lot of understanding. And that's why I have my course is called Amazing Attitude. It's a 21 day program where I kind of go over and help you understand who you are, what makes you tick. Obviously my one-on-one -on -one program goes into a lot of detail about your life script and how to repair that. But I'm going to leave a link in the show notes below. But anyway, this whole idea of perfectionism 
just off the cuff. It comes from our family, it comes from shame, it comes from unresolved past issues. The brilliant uh, psychoanalyst Carl Jung said, if you don't make the unconscious conscious, you will keep repeating it and call it fate. This is what I'm talking about where we're repeating this idea. And this whole perfectionism is actually folly. You know, I think about when I was being interviewed on my last job in the corporate America. And I remember during the interview, my boss was, well, then interview at the time was going over my resume. And he was asking me about, you know, tell me what your greatest weaknesses. And I remember being like smug and saying, well, I think my greatest weakness is my perfectionism. And he says, oh, really? And then he got out my writing samples and he said, I see there's a lot of grammatical errors in this. Did you have anyone check this? Did you have any time to proofread this a little bit deeper? And I felt so much shame because why would I have someone proofread myself? Why would I have someone to look at myself and make me feel vulnerable and and already more insecure than I already felt about myself. This is the idea of perfectionism where it actually blocks ourselves from much needed improvement, introspection. Okay. When we're in this idea of, I need to have everything perfect and lined up. We don't want anyone to send anything that can make us feel any worse than we already feel about ourselves because that's why we seek perfection because we're trying to block out all of the hurt, all the pain, all the neglect, all the resentment and the disappointment and then the depression that slathers all over and it makes it into a guilt sandwich and you bite into all that pain every time somebody tells you anything that makes you feel bad about yourself. Honey, I know I'm I may be ringing doorbells right now if I'm if you're not in your head and you're listening to me because I know what that's about. I've been there. I've done that. I bought the t-shirt and I know how harmful it is to find this idea that perfection doesn't exist. Stop looking for it. In fact, perfection only makes you feel more depressed, more sad, more shame-filled because you always will look towards your own shortcomings, your own things that you have not accomplished, and it makes you feel even worse about yourself. I'm sitting here thinking about one particular client that I worked with, and she wanted to start her business like for years, 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 years. And she didn't do it because her husband said that she needed to stay at her job and make more money, which that's a codependent relationship, which is neither here nor there talking about in detail. But anyway, she felt so shame-filled about wanting to start a business, so shame-filled about not being content with her role in her household that she comfort ate. She literally comfort ate away the pain because she felt as if I sh- she shouldn't feel bad about wanting more for herself in her life. So therefore, she would try to smother away the pain. When we're seeking that false perfection, like I should be happy, even though I'm not happy, we end up doing destructive things to ourselves. And I don't want that happening for you. I want you to be able to wake up every day and feel like a freaking rock star at what you're doing and understanding that even if someone doesn't agree with you, but you know you should be doing it, you go for it because you only have one life to live. And the only one that you have to face is the man in the sky and not your mom, your aunt, your cousin Bob, your aunt Crystal, whoever in your world, okay? You know for a fact that you are doing a good work, okay? 
And when we're in this idea of perfectionism, we are limiting our creativity in terms of what's possible and what's new. I cannot tell you how many times I have bumbled and fumbled (laughs) in my business. And then by dropping this idea that I have to be perfect, I'm taking a shower, taking a walk, chatting with somebody else. And an idea just pops out of nowhere because I am not getting locked into procedures I'm not getting locked into things where it has to be done this certain way. Look, here's the thing. Let's pretend you need to take a trip from LA to New York, okay? Now, when I ask you how, what's the best way of doing it? You might say, take a plane. Okay, you can take a plane. That'll be the fastest, quickest direct route, right? But who's not to say that you couldn't take a train or take a road trip, okay? Maybe perhaps you can go through boat, do a transatlantic thing, whatever. I don't care. You'll still get to LA if you want to be motivated enough to take that trip from New York to LA. And this is the idea that I want to drill into your head, especially for my entrepreneurs in a room where they feel as if, well, my mentor or whoever I saw on TV got on Shark Tank or they got on Forbes or, or whatever, And then that's how they got rich or that's how they grew their business. Now, look, here's the thing. That's what worked for them. What what may work for you may not work for them. I need you to abandon this idea that it has to be done this way. And if you notice, as you listen to my podcast or any of my clients know, I never have one specific, specific formula for success, for growing your business, for whatever you want to achieve, getting to know yourself in a deep personal level other than know yourself to know thyself is to be true once you know yourself once you drop this idea of having everything lined up and perfect the world will be your oyster my dear you will see possibilities where other people can't you're going to see the sun breaking through the clouds of fear and overwhelm exhaust anxiety once you know who you are. And part of knowing who you are is recognizing that you are a finite, fallible human being that messes up, okay, that doesn't get things right all the time, but is always striving to do something better. Once you get to that point of I don't give a damn whether or not you guys are going to like me or not? Because here's the thing. People cannot like you in any given moment for any reason because humans are random people. Just like myself, I can wake up one day, I'm like, yeah, I want waffles the next day. Hey, I want eggs and bacon. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Here's the thing. When we are trying to find this idea of having everything predictable, right? In an unpredictable world, that's when all hell breaks loose because then we get disappointed. Then we get more wrapped up in our feelings. Then we feel overwhelmed. Then we feel exhausted. Then we just want to sit on our couch and watch endless episodes of fill in the blank on TV. Do you see what I'm talking about? Do you see what I'm talking about? How this idea of trying to have perfectionism is actually going to cause so many problems. You know, it was a, it was very interesting. The other day I was interacting with some, some ladies and, you know, interacting with some ladies are, whew, can be a little overwhelming because some of our lady, ladies can be a little, very too much in tune with the emotions where we kind of block out perception or reality. Well, anyway, I remember this particular lady was saying that she wanted a particular change in her body. 
And I remember when she was asking opinions about this and having the operation to correct it, I said, wait a minute, this particular feature is very, very indicative of your heritage. You want to more or less erase your heritage so that you can look at this certain type of standard that doesn't even look like you. Well, I shouldn't say look like you look like of your culture when you came from. And I could see why she said that because for her, she made a standard of a particular type of, of, of culture, the ideal. And if by, if by thereby erasing that, she can go to the idea of what she, think, she thinks. And look, if that's what you want to do because it makes you feel better, I really wonder what, what will happen if you got the surgery. Well, this is what I was thinking to myself with this lady. If you got the surgery, you got it done. Will that, will that make you happy? Or you're going to find something else that imper- imperfect. Okay. That's the thing. When you're seeking perfection, there's never enough. There's always more than needs to be done. Think about it in terms of your work. Have you ever thought, well, I just need to make this tweak. I need to make this other tweak. I need to make this other tweak. And you're lo- and you're procrastinating, right? Because you don't want to do it unless you've got everything lined up. Or if you start doing it, it never ends. It's just a continuing project. And because you're so insecure and so overwhelmed with not having everything just right, okay, then you isolate yourself from anyone who could tell you how to do it faster, quicker, and better. And I know myself as I think about in my business, as I think about how I raised my son in the earlier years, I wanted to isolate. And that's what happens when we are seeking perfectionism. We tend to isolate. We tend to put ourselves in a, a prison of our own design because we're so fearful of anyone saying anything that could make us feel uncomfortable about ourselves. So this idea of perfectionism is so damaging because it keeps us locked in damaging thoughts and patterns. It limits our creativity. And this isolation can promote sickness, okay? It blocks out new ideas. It blinds you to reality because your perception may not even be accurate. And then lastly, you seek perfection where none exists. This is damaging. And I see this with not just with the entrepreneurs. I see this with parents. I see this in so many other relationship dynamics and so many in our business affairs everywhere. Because once we understand that this idea of seeking an idealism, while may seem great on the surface, it's not. Okay. And so what I want us to do is instead of seeking perfectionism, I want you to seek excellence. Excellence for what you're doing right now. Nothing more, nothing less. If you don't have the time, the energy, the aptitude, the skill level, okay, that means that maybe you need to outsource this. Maybe you need to revise whether or not it's even necessary or needed. Or perhaps you need to even perhaps do something new, okay? This is not cut and dry, meaning that we are never always going to be content because we are human beings. We want to strive. We want to have goals. We want to have some type of ambition, but we don't have to become so obsessed over it that it actually is detrimental to our mental health and to achieve anything. I don't want you to languish in years trying to get something just right while somebody else comes up with their beta product and slays it with revision after revision. Most people who are success, think of Richard Branson, think of Oprah, think of whoever pops up in your mind, okay? Bloomberg. Think about all of them. They never 
made instant hits. They had a lot of failures, made a lot of disappointments disappointed themselves, disappointed others, but you know what made them different from mediocre people is that they accepted the fact that the human beings making the best effort they can and they show up again and again and again. Okay. So I'm hoping that as you're listening to this, you're going to take a hard look at one or protect in fact, maybe in many areas of your life and saying, geez, I need to switch up things. Gee, maybe I'm putting way too much pressure on it. Hey, maybe this inner council of one, meaning you, needs to be expanded. Maybe I need support on this. And so that's why I have amazing attitude. That's why I have my private coaching available. If that's something that you want someone other than you to take a look, good look at you and come up with a game plan. Because I really want to make sure that Everyone that is around me has accurate thinking. Accurate thinking is going to unlock the keys for success. Perfectionism only closes doors. Okay. So what did I say? I know I said a lot. I know I said a lot. But what did I say that's going to cause you to make some changes? I love to hear from you. Connect with me. Info.deniseglee.com slash connect there. You could be able to send me a message or you can also send me a message via anchor.fm slash deniseglee. Make sure you include your name and your hometown. Well, that is it. Let this thought marinate. I hope if you need to listen to it again. And if you really enjoyed it, make sure you share it with someone else. Well, that is it. Until later, take care and be awesome.